The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends. Hello, my dear listeners, and welcome back to your entrepreneur journey. How can you make your business a successful one, even when in crisis? And for those who are just uh, listening to the previous episode in terms of cost management, um, I want to uh, end this part of cost with with this question of how do we manage cost in time of crisis? Because this is what is happening right now. And a lot of you were, you know, questioning if managing cost and managing cash in general is different when in crisis versus, let's say, normal day-to-day operational situation. And and we were talking about, you know, the crisis, the fact that right now we are facing a a sanitary crisis most around, um, yeah, almost around the world, but also an economic crisis that is affecting especially Europe and the US, but other parts of the world as well. 
Now, for those who are in those countries and for those who are affected by the crisis, and by the way, entrepreneurs are the first one who are affected by the crisis, uh, because usually we have less supports uh, from, you know, government or, or other, uh, you know, external partners. But for those, uh, hopefully this episode will clarify things for you and it will help you move forward with it. Because you see, crisis is not business as usual. In crisis, in economic crisis, a good part of money stops coming in. And probably, I mean, I've talked with so many of my clients, so many of them, they, they, they not only lost in terms of turnover, you know, how many you know, new products and services they are selling, but also the delay in payments. And sometimes, you know, people keep pushing those payments over and over, which means that in terms of cash flow, which reminds me that I need to go back and, and explain a little bit all those reports for you probably in, in, in the next episode. But in, in that case, people have no more money in their business accounts in order to keep moving forward and buy and, and, and you know, uh, pay for the, for the immediate needs of the business. And by the way, that could be true for their personal needs as well. So, you see, a lot of things are still happening by default, including payments, which means what? On one hand, entrepreneurs may sell or sell less, but you know, even when they sell, they may not cash in from the client. And on the other side, a lot of payments um, from that entrepreneur, from his her business, are happening by default. And you see, a crisis adds a lot of worry and insecurity, a feeling of lack of control, and uh, that also affects the business owner capacity of taking the right decision. So in crisis, more than ever, all we need to, is to reflect on what we are still spending and why. We definitely want to take some distance with, with what we are purchasing. One of the best practices is to simply make a list of what we need to buy. I put brackets on the need, you know, because I want you to go back and then challenge that need. I mean, why do you need it? Why do you need it? Ask it five times. Why do you need it? Why do you need it? Why do you need it right now? Reflect on why do we still or we are still buying some of the things, product services, and why do we still want to buy them now? Give us a different perspective and maybe we will end up buying them, yet it will come out of a more conscious process. Not out of fear, not out of, you know, fear of missing out or fearing of, you know, well, um, that will affect my uh, mindset and my, you know, abundance and things like that. It may happen because it's the best things for you to do. So why do you need to buy it? Why do you need to buy it right now? Challenge it for real. And to go further, you can also assess the things that you buy uh, recurrently on a monthly basis. How valuable some of those items are. Um, was it something we definitely need to operate? Um, like, for example, um, if you don't buy some uh, raw materials, you may not be able to produce. So that doesn't apply. If you need to produce because you have some sales agreements and so on and so forth, you definitely need to buy raw materials. I'm not speaking about that. Yeah. Um, but then maybe um, sometimes you just buy um, because it was an investment. Um, 
but was it real a survival need or on, a, on the opposite was just a desire and pleasure buy? Was it like a status purchase because you have to have, you know, I don't know, your latest iPhone or whatever, uh, because you're saying that this is a status and, you know, people will sing low of you because you don't have the last iPhone. You see, all these are just examples um, because it is not rare, um, even in this crisis, yeah, to see people changing offices, for example, reducing their spaces as most people are working from home. And that was, and it still is, an unnecessary expense right now. Four months ago, we will have paid monthly rent by default, isn't it? When we take some higher view on our spending, what is that we could change? Hope all that makes sense. Because you see, I truly believe that all business owners could improve their cost, especially in time of crisis, by trying these few actions. One of the actions is experience a day with zero payments. And by the way, I had a very dear friend of mine who um, was trying that and who was saying that, you know, it was a fun experience for her and her kids. And one day turned into one week. And they said, you know what? We can repay that experience. It was not so bad. Second action is reach out to all of your suppliers to inform them you cannot pay before an X amount of days. So you see, because you are cashing in late, you know, um, what we are calling um, the DSO, days of sales out. So the time between the moment you um, invoice somebody, you, you, you give them your products and your services, and the moment they actually pay you and you have the money in the bank. That delay in time of crisis tends to be longer and longer. So your DSO is becoming longer and longer. So you will cash in whatever you sold, I don't know, maybe sometimes with one month later. Because of that, your DPO, the days of paying out, needs to be extended as well. Because if you keep paying your suppliers on time, but you keep receiving money uh, from your clients late, there will be an issue with your cash report, isn't it? So what you need to do is to try and reach out to them and, and tell them exactly what's happening. You know, I'll pay you, but maybe I'll pay you with, I don't know, seven months, seven days um, uh, delay or, you know, 14 days delay. It's up to you to negotiate with them. But it's worth doing it, isn't it? Uh, the next action is to make a list of all the things that you buy and prioritize what you still want to acquire. You know, make a list of things you can make instead of things you can buy. And of course, you can always buy things. And I'm not saying, you know, make it and losing a lot of time into it. I'm just saying that sometimes it, it may be fun and easy and it will save you quite a lot of money. And like always, <laughs> definitely have a, a mental note right now, start a cash flow monthly report. It's absolutely mandatory for you to know your cash position. So um, a cash flow monthly report, it's more than a, a PNL, a profit and loss account. You definitely need to know not only what is your, in, in your accounts, but what is in your bank account as well. On a final note, I have observed individuals and company and, and realized they have similar approaches to cost and expenses. You know, the main difference is the pocket that pays. I will put it a little bit different so to make myself clear. When we tend um, to have our money in our pocket, we tend to be a little bit more careful with that money than with the company money. And, and um, this remark goes especially for those of you who have 
people working for, for you and you definitely want to be a little bit more careful about how your employees are spending your company money and what kind of, let's say, um, a restriction or rules you put in place for that. Because um, when uh, we lose part of our income or part of our revenues, um, or simply when it's not increasing in the same way it used to, company as well as individuals tend to go depressed uh, and they associate less income with lower standards, lower lifestyle. And um, most employees are afraid when I say, you know, by the way, I'm here to cut cost. Um, but next time, I mean, next line that I'm saying is stay with me because you might enjoy it. Think about it this way. Cost cutting is a source of optimization in itself and therefore additional air to any budget. Moreover, when we think about what is the one thing that is in total control of a business owner, it's not what they sell, but it's what they spend. And imagine reducing your unnecessary cost and by doing so you have the budget for the things that we are that are still relevant for your business, especially because you want to make some investment, especially in time of crisis, isn't it? So here is my bet. And this is for you, for your employees, for those that can, you know, may have a tendency of still spending or overspending. Start seeing expense optimization, you know. Um, cost optimization, if you want, as it is a way to improve. It is all in your mindset. When we think further, there is nothing emotional about it except the interpretation we create for it. Besides, the less emotional we get, the better we optimize, isn't it? So hope all that is making sense and it's helping you with your cost uh, management in time of crisis. And Definitely in the next episode, I'll go further and talk a little bit more about business performance and all those reports I was mentioning uh, over and over and make it clear for everyone. Till then, please share with your friends. Definitely they will uh, be interested in knowing how to spend less in time of crisis. And also, please give us your comments, your challenges, and looking forward to hear from you. Enjoy. This is your entrepreneur story. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.